Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash VHP and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash VHP. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, to the Vacant House Podcast. If you've listened to us before, thank you for coming back. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining us. My name is Hayden Snook, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Kyle Bargo and Spike Seltzer. Have you ever broken the law? Well, I am here to tell you that you probably have and not ever realized it. You vigilantes are through and true crime breakers. Whether it be speeding or anything stranger, some of these crazy laws will blow your mind. But until then, we always need to break the ice with our favorite segment in the world. What is new with you, Spike? This is my favorite segment of the entire show. Because like I, I said before, it takes so long for us to come up with this one. I love how it's become like a meme of the show, almost. To just, just making fun of it, of how just like not creative we are. And all or of our responses are pretty much the same this week, too, which doesn't help things. <laughs> and as I'm seeing here, all of our what's new is pretty much the same as well. We have Jared's wedding this weekend. And I am super excited. I'm excited because it's going to be a different vibe than Brock's. And not in a bad way. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's just going to be a different vibe. Different people, different setting. Um, so I'm pretty excited for it. And it's a lot more people in the wedding as well, not just three or four like Brock's was. So I get to finally kind of just be a groomsman and not really have any responsibilities. So that all kind of feel nice. What about you, Bargo? Same thing. Jared's wedding this weekend. And of course, I'm, I'm just as excited as you guys are. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Get to see our boy Jared finally after about feels like 15 years since he got engaged, finally yep. got married. Um, so that's exciting. And then uh, outside of that, I'm leaving uh, Sunday morning, like pretty directly after the wedding, really early to go to France with Brittany. So that'll be a week long. That's amazing. It It's really, really awesome. I'm super excited for it. Um, I'm not really excited that I drained my entire, like, take off work balance from this trip. But, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. So we'll have a fun time there. But, yeah, Jared's wedding will be, like, an awesome preface to everything. Yeah. Hayden. I'll start off by saying it's going to be nice to see a wedding where two people aren't already married. <laughs> Shout out to Brock and Brittany. <laughs> that was, I, I think that creates a whole different dynamic and it's a whole lot more emotional. I think mm -hmm. uh, not that Brock and Brittany's wedding wasn't emotional, but I think they were like, okay, we have a kid on the way and we were married yeah. for a year mm -hmm. now. Like, yeah, let's and, get this and Brock is a very emotional person. Yeah, you guys know. Super emotional. I mean, I remember watching I remember watching his gender reveal thing on Facebook. And I mean, there was so much emotion behind quote unquote. So what 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 color is it? Oh, it's pink. Oh, we're having a daughter. That's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, nothing yeah. like super super new with us considering we're all I, just... <laughs> I will say this, and I know I speak for all of us. Jared and Kezia have been together for a long time, and I know that Jared at least listens to this podcast, so I know I speak from all of us. Jared and Kezia, we are super proud of you guys. 
Um, you guys are a true example of what love looks like, and we can't wait to be part of it this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So I guess we move on from now. Uh, if you are joining us, as always, we encourage you to subscribe on any of our podcast platforms, whether that is iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Spreaker, and the newest editions of Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. Oh, and also iHeartRadio now. And iHeartRadio. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's great. And leave a review. So, you like us? Give us a five star. Hate us? Still give us a five give star. Give us a five star. We really need it. Yeah, we need <laughs> because it. Because we give five stars to restaurants that we hate in Ocean City. So, exactly. give us a five star. Oh, exactly. yeah. Tell us story quick. Tell us story. You have to tell us so, story. So, me, Brock, and Hayden went to ocean city what was it three years ago hayden or four years ago three we would have been 20. Ago. we yeah, were in 20 years, so three yeah. years ago and we went to this breakfast place in ocean city it was called the bayside skillet and it was one of the worst experiences that we have ever had at a breakfast place the food was terrible the omelets literally like on the bottom were just drowned in water but like everybody yeah. else around us we could tell were really enjoying themselves so we were really thinking that maybe we just like ordered the wrong thing. And then like we got these crepes and on the menu, it said these crepes came with homemade strawberry, strawberry preserves, but it was pretty clear that they were just Smucker's jelly. <laughs> so then we go out to the parking lot and like the valet guy who isn't really a valet guy. Cause he's not really taking your car, but he's at least pointing you to where to park. He was like a really big douchebag Cause we literally got in a fight with the guy about Duke basketball. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like Duke sucks. Ho, ho, ho. It was like this guy was personally attacking me. So, of course, I had to attack him back. That's how um, it works. Yeah. And then the next year we go back to Ocean City, just us three again. And we're like, all right, this place gets great reviews. Why don't we just go back and order something completely different? So we go back. All of us try to order something completely different. And again, it is just the worst food we have ever had in our lives. And while we're eating, this girl that I, I see like on my Snapchat maps or whatever is was in Ocean City. So I messaged her. I'm like, hey, are you at Ocean City? She's like, well, we're actually, we're on our way back, but we just ate somewhere really good. And I said, where at? And she said, the Bayside Skillet. And I said, the worst place ever, right? And she says, what are you talking about? It's my favorite place in Ocean City. <laughs> so this place was like a different dimension almost like yeah everybody else was having the time of their lives and us three we all agreed it was the worst experience of our lives and then hayden can kind of tell you the review that he left should i read the review yeah actually read the review and then tell them tell the audience what how many stars you gave them as well okay hold on here one second let me just <laughs> load up my reviews keep talking and you know what a tangent keep i love this whatever okay, you guys here we go oh. it already popped up for me already popped up for me <clears throat> so, this may seem a bit extreme, but please hear me out. When you step into the Bayside Skillet, a feeling overcomes you. A feeling of wonder, confusion, and a sense of awe. However, these feelings are not necessarily positive. It is almost as if it's a distraction from reality, which is the food. But first, let's talk about the waiting staff. While extremely friendly, they are not necessarily the most capable due to the language and culture barriers that are present. The waitresses and waiters seem to be out of their comfort zone at times, but the awkwardness is manageable. And next, we'll talk about the food. In our experience, we had ordered omelets. The omelets were great ideas, but when we got them, they were watery at the bottom. 
The eggs were somewhat tasty. The crepe was decent. In our next visit, the food came out very fast. And again, a lot of liquid at the bottom of our eggs. But at this point, you are so confused that you have to keep eating while saying nothing to the waitress. It's a paradox we had never experienced. But once you experience it, you have to keep coming back. Five stars. It was just so weird because everybody was loving this place. Like everybody was having the time of their lives around us. And yet, like we're the only ones who care that literally there is a swimming pool at the bottom of our eggs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you uh, if you look at all the reviews even recently, they're all five and four stars. It's insane. It's one of the top rated places um for breakfast in Ocean City. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Huh. It looks really fancy from what I'm seeing here. Yeah. I, like on the pictures. I have, I have no idea how to explain it any better than it is awful. But huh. again, I guess I'm in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let that picture of that one omelet scare like fool you. It does yeah. not look like that. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange but you know where was i <laughs> yeah how did we even get off on that tangent oh five, five stars. stars we need five uh, stars. We need five stars really badly so all feedback and lies are appreciated if you have any ideas for future content or topics shoot us a message on any of our social medias whether that's instagram twitter or facebook at bacon house pc that is at bacon house pc so gentlemen Let's talk about laws. <laughs> if uh, It's kind of a boring topic if you don't give any context to it. <laughs> so my favorite law is the law of gravity. Because that oh keeps gosh. us on the ground. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> so let, let's get, give me some context here. Okay. So as we know, some laws are very outdated. And states themselves have developed laws that they may not have ever unlawed if that's a word you know what i mean abolished a, a law yeah because they just kind of let it go and forget about it and police don't even look out for it anymore and just for example i believe it's in missouri there was one law and this isn't even their dumbest law in the list i have i believe it's that you can't sleep on top of your refrigerator that's and those are laws. some of the laws that like because i've read some of these and those are some of the laws that like i wish we could go to the very beginning because obviously these aren't laws until something happens yeah, and then they make it that I way. don't know what could have possibly happened that <laughs> you can't sleep on top of your refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so to start the conversation, I just wanted to ask, do you guys think that certain laws are okay to be broken or should all laws be obeyed at all times? Fargo? So, okay. This is kind of timely. Um, because I was just with Nick this weekend, and he's a police officer, he's a state police officer in Pennsylvania. So we did talk a little bit about laws here and there. Um, I mean, I think there's some that you kind of understand aren't really that big of a deal, but you could get busted for. And I'm talking like jaywalking, speeding like five miles over. Like I, I've I've known people that get pulled over doing thirty or doing thirty five and a thirty or or 40 and a 35, like stuff like that to where like, it's really not impacting people or putting people in danger, but people will say otherwise. Um, I think a lot of the laws that like, I, I think of, um, are there, like, obviously, like you said, all laws are there for a reason. 
Like, I think we were in, like, middle school. I always think of, like, teachers used to say that. Like, why why would you say that you can't uh, fart and – what's the thing with axe? Spray axe and light it up. Like, why, yeah. can't you, why can't you bring axe in a lighter? Like, well, someone tried it before and then the whole bus caught on fire kind of thing. Like, there's, there's just a lot of stuff like that that everything is, like, supposedly for a reason. I'm kind of going all over the place here, but I guess uh, <laughs> to, to bring it all back – some laws, I think, are okay to be broken within reason. Um, and I think laws themselves are just a structure um, to tell people what they should be listening to, not necessarily – they're more of a guideline, I think, uh, at least for the smaller things. I think – I mean, first of all, we have to answer the age-old question, and that is if you – if you do something when nobody is looking and you don't get caught, is that truly breaking the law? And some people actually answer yes to that. I'm I one of those people it, that what's that? I think it has to be yes. Yeah, it like I, I think yes. it, it it's still breaking the law. Like if you shoot somebody and nobody sees it yeah. and nobody catches you, you're still breaking the law. Technically the person you're shooting saw you breaking the law. Yeah. So Yeah, Ooh. so um and and to be fair, every one of us breaks the law pretty much every single day. Like every one of us texts and drive. Every one of us jaywalks. Every one of us does some. St- every one of us I might speed. throw something out of the. Yeah, some some of us might throw something out of the window. Some of us might speed. Every one of us breaks the law every single day. Speak but for think, yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> laws are there, and you hear this in movies. You hear this in TV shows. You read this in books. Laws are there to protect us from becoming savages, and to have some sort of order and although some of them are really really stupid they still form a sort of order that that we need in this country that we need in the world Hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a good way of putting it just just i mean that real quick go ahead well i was just gonna say like i feel like as we're evolving into this digital age and i don't want to go all like innovation and automation and and kind of what we did when we were talking with Noah about like the future and science, but like the more that we move to tech, the technological age and, and the information age and all this different stuff, there's so many things that are outdated and so many things that aren't covered that our legislation can't keep up with. So like, I know cyberbullying was such a big problem for a really long time and it still kind of is, but for the longest time there was no regulation behind that. Like, and still like, everyone always says the internet's a really dangerous place. Um, so it's nice to, to see laws and, and to have that type of structure some places, because like you look at countries that don't necessarily have any, they have laws, they don't have people enforcing it. And it just becomes like you guys said, it becomes like you're barbaric and, and yeah, bloodbaths and, and murder. And I mean, look at the, uh, I'm not a big movie buff and you guys know that too, but look at, uh, the purge. And again, yeah. it's a yeah. movie, but in a scenario like that, I there would definitely be people that come out and and act exactly like people wouldn't people have in that movie. That's just the reality of the situation when there's no like consequence for your action. People just want to go do stuff, and they have a multitude of reasons. They might not be just reasons, but they have their own reasons to want to go out and kill someone, right? Mm-hmm. And I it's mean, those little uh, laws, I think, that. I mean, you think about it. You think about these little laws. Say, say texting and driving, um, for example. Millions, if not billions, of people do it. 
but think how many people don't do it because it is against the law. So even mm-hmm. though a lot of people don't do it, think how many lives it truly does save just because it is a law and just because some people are afraid that they're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. So even though there are these little laws that a lot of people don't follow, there are, there are still a decent amount of people that don't follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see the consequence of some of the, I mean, I hate to say it, but you see the consequence of those things happening and bad th- and bad consequences happening from it. It perturbs people from doing it further. So like, Laws are a good thing, whether you agree with them or not. For sure. Now, I think if you take them too there. far, if you take them too far, I mean, I, I, like I get that, but mm. little laws like that, even some of the really weird ones, except you know, excluding the sleeping on top of refrigerator one, <laughs> like little laws like that, I think do save lives are and are important for structure and order. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something that I think is bullshit, and it's those radars that aren't even manned that they put on roads. So like mm-hmm. at toll blues, they scan your license, but it's just like cameras that have a radar and they catch you speeding and they just take a picture of your license and they send mm-hmm. you a bill. I think yeah. that's crap. I think that's bullshit. I don't know why I just, I guess it takes police out of stupid, dangerous situations, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of unfair because you don't know someone's, situation then like if let's say your wife's in labor and you get that you know what i mean and you're speeding down the highway trying to get your wife to the the hospital and you then two weeks later you get a 150 dollar fine in the mail that's gonna ruin and it's not gonna ruin your having your baby but it's gonna make that memory shitty mm-hmm. yeah no, that, that's that's a really good example and I, and I think there's a lot of things like that like you can kind of compare that to baseball to where would it be better and more realistic to have like a robo ump call it like we're way past the point like we could definitely say umpires are no longer a thing we have like a crew chief that just does like replays but someone's calling balls and strikes and that's going to be a hundred percent more accurate than any human could be but it's one of those things that no one wants to see happen just because it's that's kind of how it's always been and you get used to it i think if you have no, like obviously you would still have cops, but if you were driving on any major highway and at any point you went over the speed limit and you got a ticket, people would hate that because then you literally cannot speed. And I don't think anyone yeah. wants that to happen, even even law enforcement, because there's so many things that aren't worth law enforcement's time. One of the examples I was, I was talking to those guys about uh, is like if the, if you're just standing in like if you're standing in Belleville and there's an officer like driving down the road and you take a piss. Like if he sees you doing that, he's going to be like, Oh my God, I have to do something about this. Yeah. It's because he feels like he has to, or he'll when just you say, know that that officer has done that a million times before. Right. Whereas like South side, when you go out on the weekends down here, it's like between the hours of like 12 and two, I would never be on that road because I'm out fairly often or I'm gone for the weekend or whatever. But people avoid East Carson street because there is no, like there's no order. People just literally walk across a, a busy street uh, where there's Ubers going back and forth. And there's probably the amount of money that would come from jaywalking fines if people enforced it would be gross because it's just one of those things that really doesn't make that much of a difference. Like a police officer has much bigger fish to fry than catching yeah. 30 people jaywalking from one bar to another, especially you know I mean? in downtown, downtown Pittsburgh. There's exactly. a lot more going on and take, mm-hmm. Take Hayden's example of like 
people speeding when their wife is in labor mm -hmm. like two sides of this like what father wouldn't speed to get to his wife's you know in, in labor and what police officer would want to be the douchebag that pulls him over and, right. and and like causes the dad not to see his son or daughter like i, I understand mm -hmm. that the dad is putting himself and others in danger but at the same time it's like a tough it's a tough balance it's a yeah. tough way to put it because obviously you can see both sides yeah i think it's definitely a gray area like because like you said like if you're that police officer you want to turn your head but you don't necessarily know if you can turn your head because it's impacting so many people but you definitely because, don't want to be that guy that, that because if that it. person were to get into a wreck because of that and you let it go then you're personally responsible so it's mm -hmm. it's tough Exactly. Whereas... I, I've heard stories of uh, police officers whenever they do pull over, like a father that's heading to the hospital or something, or like a wife that's getting transported. Like I've heard stories of police giving like escorts then afterwards. Yeah, yeah I mean, which I can is, totally could see get that. you there much faster. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> True MVPs right there, and, and that makes that's better. That keeps you would argue like was it? Okay, this is gonna sound really weird. Drake and Josh, do you guys mm -hmm. remember the? It was like a Drake and Josh movie or something. I'm like yeah. foggy on the entire. Oh, they go to California thing. or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're in California, but something happens and they think they're gonna like miss their thing, so they're speeding and they get pulled over and I think the police escort them to the, yep. to the thing, and that's always yeah. just been like a a staple in my head when someone says like please escort, from yeah. that stupid movie. But it's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what uh, Drake and Josh has on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, would, they would are. You put, Drake... I was going to say, would you put Drake and Josh over 300? No. And you, Drake so and Josh, you though, they are, coming up, they are coming out with a reboot. Really? It's going to be like an adult version. Yeah. Wait, what were you saying? No, I think you guys took my answer the wrong way. Yes, I would absolutely put 300 above Drake and Josh. Good. Good. I would. So you'd probably put Gladiator. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Snook. You're saying you wouldn't? So you would you put 300 above Gladiator, but you'd put Drake and Josh the movie over the of reason them? I oh Drake and Josh the movie the okay. movie I, yeah the, Drake and Josh the TV show Hollywood. in general yeah no I wouldn't put the movie no I I'm sorry I I misunderstood what you were saying okay. I thought you just meant like Drake and Josh the show and you put Drake and I Josh said, the show over I those would. Two, though? Yeah, because it just created so many memories as a like a kid. It, like that was the show. That was the show. And the it's show, just like, the show. It, it was, was hilarious. I mean, Drake and Josh is, was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. It impacted a lot of kids. had had much more of an impact, I think, than Three Hundred or Gladiator. Especially on the millennial generation. It definitely played more than Three Hundred or Gladiator. There's no doubting that. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it always yeah. comes back. <laughs> Spike stirring over there. I can just feel it. I'm staying out of He's this being one. Quiet. <laughs> He's being quiet. He's like, my mom and dad didn't let me watch Drake and Josh, so I had to watch Gladiator all the time, 124 <laughs> days a week. We didn't get cable. I just watched Gladiator on DVD <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Ooh, Very open? nice. Very nice. Root beer. Oh, my God. Of course uh, you did. Um, kind of getting back into the law thing, uh, something I watched, it was probably a few months ago, but there was this kid, I think it was in London that went and just broke stupid laws that were still in place. And it's kind of like, so just like a few of these real quick. I don't know if you have a list that you're going to read down and like get our reactions, but like 
Like some of these, it was hilarious because he literally just recorded all these and put them on YouTube. And it was like, one of them is it's illegal to beat or shake any carpet rug or mat in any street in the metropolitan police district <laughs> after 8am. So you just have some guy like going around shaking it. Uh, you're not allowed to gamble in the library and he goes and plays cards. Like I'll have to link it to you guys after it's, it's a really funny, oh, like man. quick five minute video. It was funny. Yeah. So, I kind of want to move on. Have you guys ever broken the law, and were you caught? And more than just more have, than just more than just speeding or something dumb like that. Uh, if there's something like an interesting story with speeding, then tell it. But if you've had any other interactions with the law, that would be a good story to tell. Okay, so I'm not going to incriminate myself. JCPS counts too. I'm just yes. saying. So I'm not going to incriminate myself. So what I'm saying isn't true. But I'm going to say that it is true. So no police get me in trouble, but these are definitely true. Uh, so, Snook, you might remember this night really well. We were all sitting in – it was our sophomore year, and we were all sitting uh, just pre-gaming. And I think I was like two shots deep. Two shots or like a beer or something. Enough where I would have blown over probably. And Janoko comes into the room. And he was with Russell. Do you remember this weekend? I I have vague memory. Continue. So those two came in and they were like, hey, we don't have any beer. or We went through our beer already. I think they were already hammered or something. And like, can, can someone go run us to get beer? And it was like, I think we got a late start tonight. It might have been like 11 or something. I think the distributors were closed. So we went and they picked up a uh, two six packs at either Johnny's or Memory. So I was like 19 or 20 at the time and I was driving. So I went over and I drove and it was one of those scenarios where I felt completely fine. I honestly didn't think or don't think now that I was inc- like I would have dangered anyone on the roads, but I definitely would have blown over because it was just so recent that I just had like a shot and a beer or something. So like obviously oh, in, I in remember. hindsight, yeah, in, remember. in hindsight I would never I was upset I would with do you it about again. That. Yeah, you definitely were. That's why I think that I thought that you remembered it. Um but whenever I got in the car, like you guys were, you were vis- visibly upset and I was like, Oh, I'm fine. And I, I think I was, but if I would have gotten pulled over, I would have been completely screwed. So fast forward to that story, Russell runs in and I was driving. Russell runs in, Janelle goes in the passenger seat and he comes and I pull away. And again, I don't think like, it wasn't like I was like swerving or anything. And I pull out and a police car comes from around the corner and oh is tailing God. me. And it was the talk about shit your pants moment. I was like, I'm underage. I'll probably blow over. And this is about to be a really, really shitty situation. It wasn't during football season, but it's one of those things where Lance would find out about it. And then the whole team gets yelled at. And I'm becoming a poster child for doing bad things. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> underage that, DUIs. Yeah, that, that's how it works. Um, so... I was acting real cool. I went really slow. I, I stopped at all the stop signs and I made the turn off of Washington street uh, to go on to Mifflin and the police officer followed me. And then he turned off at like probably the, I, I turned on at the one by Goodhall. He turned off the one before that. So I, I was honestly thinking like he was going to like try to come from behind me or something. And I was the whole time I was like, Oh my God, we're screwed. We're screwed. And then I get on to Moore street and he was gone. And I have never been more like appreciative in my life about anything. Cause I was like the amount of things, like it's one of those things where 
those that one small thing could have changed the rest of my life because of yeah, like the police officer deciding because the police officer in in his in his shoes he probably saw one person get out of a car that obviously had people in it the one person that got out and went and got beer wasn't that much over 21 and then he saw we were going back to the college so he had every reason to be suspicious about that but the fact that he decided to turn off instead of like tail us and pull us over and essentially book us or make an example out of us like like thank god it's one of those one of those moments that's always a story that i tell people anytime someone thinks they can drive because like that that one moment could have changed like could have swayed everything because if you have a charge like that if you have a charge like that okay are you gonna get into this program are you going to like are you gonna get this job Right, there's so many different yeah, things. Who that, knows if you even get into UPMC? If exactly, happens, right? I mean that's health changing medicine, man. They're not yeah. they're not looking at. I mean they're they're looking at my DUIs and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah my that's DUIs. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. I was those. really unhappy with you. I remember mm-hmm. now. I yeah. I tried to tell you, and then when you came back and told me the story, I said I told you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, got, but, <laughs> I was gonna say that that night too. I remember I got back. And we just kind of proceeded the night as usual. But like in the back of my head the whole time, I was like, wow, that was so close. And I remember I told you right when I got back. And I think I remember telling you, I was like, don't tell Aldo this because Aldo will hold this over my head because he'll think that he's he's so much better and he would never do anything like that because he's Mr. Worry. I mean, everybody at one point in their life, I don't care who it is, mm-hmm. it, because it's tough because like you'll drink like one or two or even three. Mm-hmm. and you'll feel fine like you will feel absolutely fine um you will testify to it and then like five minutes into your drive you're like oh wh- wh- mm-hmm. what is this yeah you know i've done that, I've done that oh, several man. times where like i have only drank maybe maybe like two or three in a span of like two hours mm-hmm. and i'll be on my drive home and it's not like you know you're swerving all over the place but you can feel it even like one percent affect you mm-hmm. and and you know that that 1% could mean something at some point. You just don't know mm-hmm. when or if it ever will happen. So I will say from experience that does it, that is scary and you never mm-hmm. really like, so obviously the smart decision is just not to drink at all before you drive. But I mean, right. I mean, look how many millions and billions of people go to a bar or go out to eat and have a glass of wine or a beer or two and then drive. Right. You know, you can drink one and it still kind of affects you in a way. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're one of those people that like you're a bigger guy and like two or three doesn't really affect you yeah. like to where like you feel any different. Whereas like if you're smaller, if you're going to have if you have a beer that might hit you more than than a bigger guy, it's just like science. Right. Yeah. Um, but like so my dad uh, had issues, not issues, but he would go out to camp and he would always drink a few beers and then like while wow, he's fixing stuff up and then drive home. And uh, one of the. I'll just tell a quick story, but, uh, he was driving home one day and he probably had like three or four beers, but he, it's one of those things where he had done that a lot and he doesn't feel it visibly. Like it was no, it was no difference. And he was going down the seven mountains. I told you guys this story before he's going down the seven mountains and, uh, he dropped his phone and he went to reach for his phone and that's whenever his car started twisting and everything. And he ended up getting a really, getting in a really bad accident messed up his jaw, messed up a lot of different things. Um, but he, he'll, he'll be the first one to tell you that alcohol didn't affect it, 
but he'll also be like directly, but he'll also be the first one to say, well, maybe if I didn't have those three or four beers, I wouldn't have even thought about, I, w- I would have thought about reaching for my phone and not reaching for my phone yeah. until I went around the turn kind of deal. Right. So it's one of right. those, it's, it's a really sketchy, sketchy area. Cause you have people, if, if you're, let's say it's a, you're at the bar and you only have like two beers in the course of like four hours and you're a smaller person, there's still a good chance you're blowing over and it might be like a winter storm and you get in an accident. And if they just smell the lick of alcohol on you or they smell like a a heavy mint, they're going to have you blow. Yeah. So, which I mean, it's completely understandable, but it's one of those things where like there are tons and tons of people. And I think less now that Uber and Lyft are a thing, which a lot of people don't like Uber and Lyft, but that's definitely a huge thing that they've contributed is less drunk driving, especially in like cities and, and stuff like that. Um, but like there's just so many people I would imagine that drink a lot more than other people and, and make it home, especially in like rural areas. And it, it's just mm-hmm. a super sketch, like what's going on kind of thing. I mean, well, there are people the at Juniata that's that the dangerous- did it a lot. Yeah. That's the dangerous thought. Like, take Belleville for example. Mm-hmm. Is that? Well, I can just take the take the back roads home. Yeah. And while that may be true, like I've done that before, where I'll have two or three, and even though I'm not really feeling anything, I know that if something were to happen and I get pulled over for something dumb, like I might be blowing over. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I would 100% take the back roads home. But that's like a dangerous thought because and because as you drink, the less you're your decision-making skills be right. like they're just not they coming are. into play. Yeah. They're not they're coming in as, as, yeah. as strong as they once were. And so your conscience kind of dies off. And the more you drink, the more you're just like, Oh, well, I'll take the back roads. I, I know them like the back of my hand. I'll be fine. And while there might not be cops back there, that is a dangerous, dangerous thought because mm-hmm. the back roads are almost more dangerous than 655 himself. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, the back roads, I mean, really you look, bad. 655 if you get in a wreck on 655 you're probably not going to be living afterwards i mean look how many wrecks we've seen on 655 where people die mm-hmm. and just think just think how much more dangerous the back roads are i mean there's so many more twists and turns and at night when you're a little bit intoxicated and you might not know you might not be as fast as you normally are your reflexes might be not be as quick as they usually are mm-hmm. that's just a very dangerous thought that people go through especially in rural towns like we were saying and the thing is on 655, it's so public that if you would get in a car accident, someone's going to see it quickly enough to – if you are have a chance of being alive, someone's going to see it quickly enough to get you help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On In the back roads, there, you might not see a person for an hour. Yeah. Right. And, and if you wreck in a back road, no one's going to know, especially no. if it's deep in the woods. Yeah. That, that's, yeah that's, that's scary. That's a nightmare situation for sure. But. You could be trapped in a flaming car because you can't feel your legs and like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just scary to think about. It mm-hmm. is. It is. So real quick on the topic of, of alcohol and like drinking and driving, have you guys seen like, they're really starting to push like commercials and kind of similar to like, uh, to, like smoking commercials and stuff where obviously they don't want you to do it and they see it, see it as dangerous. Have you guys seen they're starting to push that texting and driving is just as bad as drinking and driving. I can honestly, and how do you feel about that? I guess I can on, I mean, based on my experience, I mean, I would actually, it just happened today. 
I literally looked down for like two seconds on a road that I literally travel every single day in state college to go to work or to go play golf or even to go grocery shopping. It's all along the same road. And I looked down for two seconds. And when I looked up, I mean, you think about it, you're not even looking at the road. So when you're drunk, you're looking at the road, Mm -hmm. but you're, you you, kind of space out a little bit. Like, have you ever driven Mm -hmm. down the road like five miles and then you kind of snap back to reality and you're like, Oh my gosh, I just drove like 10 minutes without even recognizing it. Yeah. You're, you're driving subconsciously. Yeah. (laughs) You're still looking at the road, but take texting. You're not even looking at the road. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I completely agree that it's almost worse than, than being drunk. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. What do you think, Hayden? Are you on that boat? You drive a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean... You're not looking at it. Like, nothing can be... Yeah. I mean, I, I agree that drinking and driving is probably the worst thing. But, like, not even looking at the road is yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I on the when I'm on the road a lot, I mean, I, I try because I'm in a company vehicle not to look at my phone as much as possible or be distracted by other things. But sometimes a customer will call me in the middle of driving and they'll say hey i need to place an order and i'll have to like get a notepad out like without even looking and i'll like try to write and scribble their order down on a piece of paper and i'll peek over and look at what i'm writing and peek over you know what i mean just those little distractions and i couldn't even imagine if i had alcohol in my body how terribly i would (laughs) control it it would just Mm -hmm. be bad yeah when you look you look over at people when they're texting like say you're at a red light or whatever and you look over at somebody think like at least in my experience and even myself, I mean, I'm not going to act like I don't do this. You spend more time looking at your phone than you do the actual road. Cause when you look down, you kind of type out like a word or two, and then you look up for a half second and then you go back to typing in that text message. I guarantee everybody looks at their phone longer than they do at the actual road. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, uh, I'm the guy that if I'm following you and you're swerving on the road and then I pull up beside you and you're texting on your phone, I roll my window down and wave and say, get off your phone. Like mm. I've done that multiple times already in Harrisburg. People like, Oh my gosh. Harrisburg has such like secluded, like really tight roads, especially heading towards three twenty two. And if you're on that road, all it takes is one swerve and you're going to run right into a semi truck. And yeah, it, it's stupid. And then I pull up to, next to him in the red light and I don't care if it, who it is. I, I I'll like either point at them and like move my motion, my hand, like as a get off your phone or, you know, it's just like, it's so frustrating, especially my job is to drive. So I try to be as safe as possible Mm -hmm. when on the road. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, and I'll I'll turn on a podcast. I don't need to watch any videos or anything like that. I'll just listen to music. And if I get a text, then I I try to as much as possible to use the Siri voice text thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I I rarely actually text on my phone when I'm driving. I'm usually at a stop whenever I text, and that's just how it is, you know. I, mm-hmm. It's just a dangerous game people play. Yeah, the reason I even brought that up, like I'm totally, I, I like the campaign because I totally see that, like you said, Spike. A lot of a lot of the things I was going to bring up are what you already said, where you're not you're looking at the road less when you're. Uh, when you're texting as opposed to when you're intoxicated. Now, of course, your reactions and your decision-making and stuff aren't as sharp, and you obviously don't want to have to compare those situations, like which one's worse, but they're both, we can all agree they're both bad. I just think it's hard. Like, there's certain things that come up. You can, like my mom always says, you can easily, like, just not be on your phone, but when you're at a three-hour drive somewhere or you're you're working all day and and that's that's what you do is, is drive around and take orders like you do, Snook, 
I think it's hard not to do it here and there. And, and we know everyone does it. Oh, but it's extremely hard not to do yeah, it. Yeah. And like, there's certain things where like, if you, if you truly think about it. So like, if I, if I get a, a message for work, like I'll, I'll get messages. We have this thing called Microsoft teams, which is just, it's like Skype, but it's just everyone from our teams in it. And, uh, if I'm driving home and I, I leave a little earlier, I take a half day or something. I'll see messages in there and I'll still open them just to glance at them quick to feel like I'm in the loop. But like taking a step back, I don't need to know this small thing. I can wait three hours to see it if I really want to, or I could wait the weekend. It's never something that's like truly pressing. And of course those things come up, but I think everyone just has to like hold themselves more accountable and be better at, at like, is this really worth, cause it's kind of like a risk and reward thing. Like, okay, would you rather, respond to someone who asks you if you want to go out tonight or would you rather have a car that works you know you know what i mean like there's a lot of there's a lot of pluses and minuses of that um and it's definitely hard but that's a that's a tricky problem we've run into recently like we as a society like how to really address that so i like what they're doing with that for sure so we kind of took a dark turn there yeah (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it was a, a real turn. I'll say a real turn because mm-hmm. that is legitimately true concerns. For so sure. I think we should kind of lighten it up a little bit to end the, end the podcast. And I want you guys to name a couple states and I will read the dumb law that they have enacted that they have yet to abolish, I guess I will say. Um, okay, I'm so, going to start it out because yes, this – I think we can all agree this state probably – I don't know, just from like – years of living on this earth and some of the stuff people say about this state like i can only imagine some of the laws that they have so and i guarantee this isn't going to come as a shock to you guys west virginia okay let me scroll down that did west come virginia. as a shock to me really what were you what do you think i, I was thought you were say? talking about florida like the florida man stuff oh yeah. that's a good one too i just i just thought of like all the incest stuff that we always yeah say. That, so that's fair perry county like. stuff yeah okay so <laughs> jay county on this list, the weird law that they just enacted, recently enacted, this is a newer law. It's not the weirdest law that I'm sure they have, but it's it's a new law that they just enacted. You're not allowed to fly a drone and kill a bird while hunting them with the drone. So you know there's a story. Yeah. There has to be a story. You're, you're not allowed to use the drone to kill a bird. Yeah. Hmm. So See, I was expecting a little weirder from them, though. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna look something up about that. Like you can't have your you can't have sex with your sister on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh my god! I only had a few people. Oh, I'm it's sorry. funny. I'm sorry. It's funny because I only know a few people that have gone to West Virginia, and like <laughs> they're either like exactly like you're thinking about, or like they're so like out of it to where like they're just like they just sit in their room and they do everything right like there's there's no in between (laughs) oh my god do you think that that person that obviously where there's where there's a law there's a story do you think that person in that case was just like oh i can kill this pigeon or like this bird that's flying around or do you think like someone was actually using it for hunting like i i don't know what what birds can you actually hunt like, is there a season for like flying birds? Like, not like turkeys and stuff like that. Like See, birds I'm kind of be in the air. I'm kind Grouse. of picturing two guys. I'm kind of picturing two guys going out there, and one flies a drone, and the other one has the gun, and they kind of like fly yeah. high in the treetops, and huh. they can, and then the other guy shoots it. Like that's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. 
so the bird comes out because you're flying the drone in the, in so the, the bird account? comes out yes, or sir. or you just kind of know the vicinity of where the bird actually is that would be because if you because if you shoot if you shoot a shotgun up there i mean one of the pellets is going to hit it yeah i mean hayden you fly drone you've flown drones before like would that be hard like <laughs> to fly? interestingly enough i actually flew my drone this past weekend and it involves birds oh gosh i was flying it and a falcon literally went at it and tried to take it down <laughs> unfortunately i didn't have the camera pointed at it because i would have been oh, sick that would be so i would have cool. got that but the falcon literally charged at my drone and I, I was like, I got to bring it back. I can't fly it anymore because it kept swirling. It kept uh, flying around us. Then whenever it landed, like circling so I think, you. yeah, I thought they, I think he thought it was prey. So yeah. Hayden, really dumb question because I've never even touched the drone. I've never flown mm -hmm. a drone. What are the propellers made out of plastic? Oh, okay. So if you, so if you flew it and it hit a bird, it wouldn't kill it. Oh no, it would kill it. Oh, so that's what that's what I was th actually thinking. Those propellers go so fast, like you slice your own skin. Like there are people that get really terrible cuts from drones because they reach their hand down to it and try to pick it up and stuff. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking happened with that whole hunting with a drone thing. I guarantee the drone killed the bird. Yeah, probably. So just because that wasn't a really weird one, here's yeah, the West Virginia has law. to have some weird ones. The weirdest law that I just found for West Virginia is it is you it is illegal to leave home without knowing where you're going so you can't just go for a drive <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's although awesome. although to be fair though i don't think there should be a law about it but like shouldn't you generally have like like an idea of where you're going like how yeah. how often how often though does someone just go out and be like you know i'm just gonna drive north like it's one thing so, be like, i'm gonna go to huntington i'm not i'm not sure what i'm gonna do rides. So but I have a difference yeah. between a joy ride and like just being like, I'm going to go this direction and like not do anything <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Cause I feel That's, like your per your purpose in that situation is to just drive around and drive back. But like, I don't know. I'm kind of picturing someone that's just like, you know what? I hate this town. I'm just going to drive and see where I end up whenever I run out of gas. Like, <laughs> so have you ever heard the situation where people go out and they'll like flip a coin and like heads is east, tails is west, and like at each intersection they'll flip it and they'll see which way to go. So I'm guarantee. So I'm guessing that's illegal in West Virginia. I've never heard of that. I like that. We should try. I, that. I've done that before. In have you? Where did it take? Yeah, you? like it was like out towards like Raystown, and it was like a bunch of different. And I actually found myself at like a dead end, like probably hmm. 15 minutes past Juniata campus. Huh. Huh. Yeah, that's neat. Um, and I, I mean, obviously I knew my way back to the main road, mm -hmm. but like, think if you actually did that and there was no dead ends <laughs> or, the, or there was no service. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be done. Yeah. You'd, so that's illegal. Yeah. I'm glad it's illegal. Yeah. So here's another weird one from West Virginia. It was recently abolished, but it was legal to beat your wife. So long as it was done on a Sunday and in public on the courthouse steps. There it is. <laughs> that's the weird one that that's a law that some or not le counselor some legislator was like listen my wife's been a bitch yeah guys please you, you see how she treats me like no one's gonna look it's gonna be like line 700 905 <laughs> some ridiculous number like subsection 14 9 7 4 5 and we're gonna put this one little line in here and i'm gonna beat the shit out of her <laughs> 
Yeah. And that, that no one's going to be able to do a damn thing. That would be me if I was a legislator in West Virginia. And I still read that one more time. Rabaflavin. Rabaflavin. Read that one more time. It is legal to beat your wife so long as it is done in public on Sunday and on the courthouse steps. So you go to church and you're pissed off at your wife for all week. She's just been just a bitch, a whore, whatever you want to call her. Oh and you just God. go, hey, everybody, this is what she did. And then you just meet us at the courthouse. Right? Yeah, like meet us at the courthouse. <laughs> People are talking to the clergy. Dude, Johnny's going to take his wife to the courthouse steps tonight. <laughs> Like, I can't. Oh my gosh. That's, that's, insane. that's insane. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Name another state. Well, Bargo, Idaho. you already named yours. Okay. I was going to say Idaho, but let's do Florida. Ooh. Oh, you want to do Florida? Okay. Yeah, let's do Florida. All right. I feel like Idaho would have some weird potato laws. Yeah. Okay. So, in Ordinance 55 in Florida, it's within disturbing the peace. It is illegal. To gossip within the city limits. Hmm. That's a good answer. That's, that's a good really, like a really yeah. gray area, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, and the actual ordinance says 55, 50, ordinance 55, disturbing the peace. It shall be unlawful for any person within the corporate limits of the town to willfully disturb the peace of others by repeating or uttering slander, scandal, malicious gossip, or rumor calculated to provoke a breach of peace. Hmm. Interesting. Very mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> I feel you know, I'm actually thinking about it now. I don't think Flor I feel like Florida wouldn't have any weird laws. I feel like Florida would just have like they of all places oh, they yeah? would know they would know exactly what to legislate, like what to make a law and what not to, because they probably have a lot of criminal activity that's just all yeah. random. So I'm trying to think of states that like are very extreme in like different things and one that i can think of is texas whether Mm -hmm. they're extreme in their football or extreme in Mm -hmm. guns or whatever you want to call it they're like an extreme state you know whatever they believe in they believe in fully so my next one's texas so i just want to say something about florida you said there's no weird laws but i just found one that it's illegal to eat cottage cheese on sunday after 6 p.m is that a weird law? Is that supposed yeah, to be weird? For Florida. <laughs> I, I think that I think that makes sense. What about you, Spike? I think it should be illegal to eat cottage cheese like always. <laughs> <laughs> My mom loves cottage cheese and I uh, I agree. Anytime she eats it, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, and she probably eats it right out of the thing too. Yeah, it's so uh, gross. Oh yeah. gosh. I've yeah. never actually I've never tried cottage cheese. Oh like, I, I look at it and I hear it and it's Ugh. just like it's like what is that? Yeah. All right, Texas. Texas. They have to be extreme in something. Or, or big. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, no. Here what we go. That? Here we go. 16-year-old divorced girls are prohibited from talking about sex during high school extracurricular activities. Jeez. What a stupid one. Again, like, I wish they put the context to these before the law. Like, because, like, this became a law after this incident. Because, you know, there's some 16 year old girl that probably did this in gym class and it became a huge deal. <laughs> there's a law against two pigs having sex on the city's airport property. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Man. So dumb. It's illegal to raise alligators within your home. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go home to old good old Pencil Tucky? Pencil Tucky, yeah. Duh. There used to be a law that no man should be able to purchase alcohol without written consent from his wife. So, wait, 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 wait. So, like, right now, even though I'm 23 and I'm single, I wouldn't be able to buy anything? No, if you have a wife. Oh, that, only if you're married, that would happen. Yes, yes. Okay, oh, okay. That was, but it's been abolished. It doesn't count anymore. I was going to say. <laughs> okay, so... It is illegal to have sex with a truck driver inside a toll booth. That's a hundred percent one that has a story behind it. Yep, absolutely. And I want for sure. I I don't know. Oh, also, there used to be a law that it was illegal to put pretzels in bags. What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Like soft pretzels? Yeah. Huh. I don't know why. That's. That's messed up. There was also a law within Pennsylvania that a group of five or more Native Americans are to be considered a raiding party and may be killed on the spot. Which wow, is kind of messed up. That is that's messed up. That's a dark turn. That's no longer a thing, right? <laughs> that's no longer a yeah. law? Yeah, it's no longer a law. Um, yeah. And this one's crazy. Witchcraft was first legalized in the colony of Pennsylvania. I mean, there's a lot of people I could definitely see in Lewistown practicing. I kind of want to go to Idaho. I do want to do Idaho. Let's do it. Let's do Idaho. So dumb. Big potato guy. (laughs) Okay. So the first one's a a funny one. It is illegal not to smile in public. Okay. That's ridiculous. That That would make the road be better, be a better place. Agreed. Okay. It's illegal to sleep in a dog kennel unless you're a dog. Also true. Fair. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Snakes have been banned from biting humans on a Sunday, except when it's snowing. How about snakes just be banned from biting humans? (laughs) How about snakes just be banned? Yeah. Okay. Are snakes banned on a plane? This is going to make you guys feel really rebellious. I caught that, Bargo. Thanks. Yep. Snakes on a plane? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Uh, this is going to make you guys feel real rebellious. Uh, it is a criminal offense to ride a merry-go-round on a Sunday. Hmm. Really? You can't hit the Belleville playground there, Spike, on a Sunday. I mean, it is a devil's work. Yeah. Oh man. All right. I guess we might as well end it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, there, there's a lot of. I feel like the the weirder the laws get, the less reaction I have because I'm like, that's just so weird. You're amazed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it's good to wrap her. Yeah. I guess that will wrap this one up. Uh, if you want, hit us with a like and a follow on our social media at Vacant House PC on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter all of the social media platforms and let's keep those reviews flowing in uh, to let us know how we're doing. So thanks for listening and keep those thoughts alive. Mm-hmm.